Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I hope these words find you well. Hello and welcome to the 54th episode of our video game nostalgia podcast, A Trip Down Memory Card Lane. Most weeks, we take a look back at one title relevant to the current week in gaming history, and we talk about it. And while doing so, typically we hope to teach you something new about the game, what it took from the world as its inspiration, and what it gave back to the world in its legacy. However, with that being said, this is not most weeks. This is a week in which much of southeast Louisiana is still recovering from the devastation left behind in Hurricane Ida's wake. I am still recovering from Hurricane Ida. For those of you who don't know, I live and work in that area, and while I'm lucky enough to have power and internet again, I don't have my shit together. Not in any way, shape, or form. Not fast enough to piece together a normal episode for you all. So, typically, yeah. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Shut up, peanut gallery. <laughs> well, thanks. You know, typically, we work on podcast episodes the weekend before we release them. And, well, I mean, I just wasn't there yet. I'm even going to lie. Today, we were going to look back at the Sega Dreamcast, which came out 22 years ago, but now we're not. Today, we're going to try something a little different. We're not going to look back at a specific nostalgia title, but rather we're going to talk about how nostalgia affects modern gaming in a way. So my thought for today was we're going to do a little topical episode. We're going to take a we're going to talk about the current trend of remakes, reboots and remasters that are pretty much found everywhere in gaming. So in case you didn't know, I'm David Casson, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host who, for as long as I've known him, has been clamoring for a remake of E.T. the Extraterrestrial, my brother, Rob Casson. Rob, how's that campaign to get your favorite game remade? Well, it's met with some opposition, Dave. And by that, I mean most of the world, because why on earth would you want a remake of that game? You tell me, it's your favorite. Well, it's more just because I want to see if they can polish a turd. But <laughs> you know what they say, you can polish a turd, but it's still shit. That's exactly right. And also, that's very true. Speaking of that, that voice there, joining us today is also my friend and return guest, Matthew Sprouse. Matt, on a scale of 1 to 10, how excited would you be if they announced a new E.T. game? Actually, I really did enjoy that game. (laughs) It was so cheesy and great, all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, you did. Okay. (laughs) You know, it's kind of like the uh, Friday the 13th game. All of a sudden, Jason just pops up out of nowhere, dead. Yeah, seriously. And and the pixel, you know, E.T. was so pixel perfect, you just had to brush up against the hole and you were done for. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, we didn't get to record last week because, well, we were in the middle of a, you know, mess with this hurricane. Uh, We were without power here for five, six days, something like that, which kind of sucks when the heat index is 110. I'm not going to complain, though, because while we're here and mostly back, there are literally hundreds of thousands of people still in this area that are, you know, not. They're not. So count my blessings. Count my blessings. Right up up the road from you is uh, somebody that's not supposed to get it back till the 10th. Yeah. uh, The area in which I work in isn't supposed to get power for another 8 to 10 days. So I know. Pretty brutal. So I'm going to start Rob. You got a week off of recording. Did you enjoy your week off of podcasting? Uh, I mean, while the work wasn't here, there was still work to be done. So just another day in the life. You know, it's really funny because we had to skip 
our first episode after our year in re- our year in review, our fifty second episode. And as part of our year in review, we both were like, "Yeah, we we probably need a break now." And then Mother was late. Mother Nature was like, "Gotcha, dog. Here you go." <laughs> you know. Yeah, she uh, had your back, I guess. Yeah, that's not exactly what I had in mind when I asked for a vacation. <laughs> vacation ever. I know, it sucks. <laughs> well, speaking of that, Matt, did you enjoy your week off? Absolutely not. Yeah. Making runs to Mississippi for gas, uh, for the generator, you know. Oh. Well, Rob, you have two of us here that just experienced a major hurricane. You got any questions for us? Um, Not really, no. I mean... Y'all chose to live down there. You understand. I just, you know. I mean, we understand. That doesn't mean we like it. I mean, fair. I also understand your reasons for staying, but, you know, it's kind of crazy with the way the weather was. But, hey, that's life, you know. Got to make sacrifices sometimes. I've moved away from here twice, and it sucks you back because there's nowhere else like it. That's what everyone says. Unless you live in Ohio, then no one wants to be there. (laughs) <laughs> you only live in Ohio if you don't have a choice whatsoever. So <laughs> I don't know anyone anyone who would want to willingly live in Ohio. Just yeah, I couldn't tell you. God, I just mm. I just alienated the whole two Ohio Ohioan subscribers we have. Sorry, guys. Do they even have internet up there? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I I can't even say that now. Can't even say that now. So. Right, exactly. I I literally was having issues before this uh, podcast. Yeah, I'd say you better be careful there. Right? right? <laughs> uh, throw shade and get it thrown back. Oh, no. Oh, no. It threw it first. I'm just throwing it back now. Well, everyone, Rob, I'll start with you. You doing good now? Yeah. Uh, I did just get whooped in Diablo, so that's fun. But yeah, no, I'm good. That sucks. Matt, you good to be get back to kind of normal? I'm ready. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's so weird because I went into work today and that area does not have power or or anything. And like the area that we you work in, I live in is kind of getting back to normal. You know, there weren't really lines at the gas station today and uh, the grocery stores are starting to the shelves are starting to get restocked and people are not pointing guns at one another to you know to fight over the you, you know normal normal yeah. stuff uh but mm, then like, like home <laughs> but but then like you go into you know I, I like i said i went into work today in that area it, it, it it's i don't know it's just weird that this area 30 minutes in one direction is so normal and you go 30 minutes in another direction and everyone is like what are we going to eat today? There's there's nothing. There's no grocery stores open or restaurants open or where. How? What do we do? You know what I mean? It's just bizarre. So crazy for me is I work thirty minutes to where you are, I and know. then an hour to where you work. So me thirty minutes the other way is Mississippi. Yeah, and you know there was some still some water on the roads on the coast when I was cruising to get gas, but you know over there it's just like eh, normal day. Let's go to Walmart. No, exactly. Like we didn't have to go very. We, I mean, we really. I really only had to go what forty-five minutes to an hour in the Mississippi direction, and would have found some normalcy. You know, really, it really wasn't bad at all. So, it's just you know, it's it's an area we live in. An area this this area got nailed. I mean, that's there's no other way to put it. You know, Hurricane Ida absolutely demolished parts of this area, and 
we were very lucky compared to some other people. Even even people in our neighborhood had trees fall in their house, and and we didn't. So I'm you know again gonna count myself lucky. And now I have the you know privilege of of being back here with power, electricity, same thing, and internet. And uh, I get to do this, which is a little bit of getting back to normal too. So I'm very thankful for that. But on that note, let's talk about we have uh I don't know a week and a half of gaming, two weeks of gaming to talk about. Rob, what 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 you've been gaming lately? Uh, lately it's been a lot of Satisfactory with a little bit of Rocket League tossed in, and uh, surprisingly for a change tonight, a little bit of Diablo instead of the normal RuneScape. <laughs> oh man, I saw it. Did you see what's going on with the Rune Light HD plugin? No. So apparently the Rune Light HD plugin, which was just an HD, you know, uh, plugin to go on top of that, was slated to be released today. And like a day before it was slated to be released, the developer came after the guy and said, look, we're thinking about doing our own HD plugin. So respectfully, we're going to have to ask you to not do this. And this is after like two years and something like thousands of hours of work this guy puts into the plugin. And so the community is understandably pissed right now about it. So and it doesn't yeah. even it doesn't even change the game. You know, it's literally just an HD, you know, plugin on top. It's it's not it yeah, it doesn't it doesn't change. But they feel that they feel that he couldn't use the same assets because that's why most plugins get seasoned assist. And so they feel that if people don't have the same um people don't have the same look the same visual feel that they'll experience the game differently and they don't want that that's kind of the official response which is bullshit so yeah i mean a game like runescape it doesn't matter you don't gain anything from a different visual on it it's not like it lets you level up your skills faster if it looks different you you get what i'm saying Oh, 100%, I agree. I don't think that makes any sense if they're just <clears throat> trying to create something that allows the game to look better and maybe even perform better. Like, why wouldn't you continue with a project, especially something two years in the making? I mean, it just seems like a yeah. lot of people's time was wasted on something like that if they're just yeah. going to pull the plug. Well, and they said that they're in the early exploratory phase, uh, a phase of an HD. So they, they, like, they're not even at the point where they're like, yeah, we're doing this, but because we're thinking about doing it, eh, you know? Which is just dumb. But, uh, all right, Matt, Hurricane Edition. What have you been playing? Did you get any gaming in, in any way, shape, or form during, uh, during Ida? Well, uh, Season 24 in Diablo started a couple weeks ago, so I was playing that up until I lost internet. But I got internet back yesterday for about two hours. Got to hop in, do some updates, and then internet crashed again. And then it came back up, and I was like, ah, I got work in the morning, so I couldn't get to play any. So this is actually be the this is the most I've been on the internet, truthfully, on my computer since Ida actually hit. Wow. Did you did you get a chance to play anything during that? Like I had my Switch, so I, I got a little bit of gaming in during the mess. Did you have a chance to do anything like that? Uh, Breath of the Wild, the Animal Crossing. There you go. That's what <laughs> I'm talking choices. about. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I had to go kill the bugs in my house because I hadn't been in Animal Crossing in two months. Oh, I can't even think about the last time I've been in my house. I'm going to have to do the same thing. I went old school. I played um, 
I, I guess I kind of got ahead of myself partially, partially for the podcast because we're, later on this year we're going to do a Super Mario World uh, episode. So I played through the entirety of Super Mario World and I was able to get some uh, gameplay into Super Metroid and too. I, I don't know. I guess I felt and found myself on a little nostalgia kick and just r- ran with it. So, so yeah. But uh, awesome. Well, like I said, today we're going to do things a little different. We're going to be looking at remakes, reboots, and remasters. And to start, I wanted to talk about what a reboot, a remake, or a remaster is. Um, Right from the beginning, I went as basic bitch as possible. uh, And I pulled the actual definitions from Wikipedia of them so we could kind of start there. Because I think that... uh, I, I think that the concepts get kind of muddied nowadays personally so at least at least reboots d- distinct but remake and remaster is where it gets muddied and we'll, we'll talk about that so but let's start with the easy one so reboot by definition is a new start to an established fictional universe so in a reboot you basically discard all the continuity of the series up until that point and you recreate characters and plotline and backstory all anew it's basically a brand new story you're rebranding yourself you're restarting a universe uh everything that came before it doesn't exist in any way shape or form can we all agree that that's fair that's a good way to go look about that yeah i definitely think so considering it's definitely the uh definition and all <laughs> thanks webster um a remake a remake is basically a new version of an existing game. Uh, it basically it tells the same story as the original, but you, like let's take a movie for instance. It'll tell the same story as the original, but it uses a different cast. But in general, the story is the same. Um, video game remake is is more closely adapted. This is where it gets muddy. Like, they say a remake is for the purpose of modernizing a game with updated graphics, but remake... But that's what a remaster is, too, right? Because by definition, a remaster refers to changing the quality of a sound or an image. So when we remaster a video game, we're basically just taking the same video game and upping the graphics. We're not really doing anything with it. Where when we remake a video game... We're doing the same, but we're also maybe changing some gameplay concepts and some story concepts and maybe adding content. I mean, does that all kind of make sense? Yeah. Matt, like remake versus remaster, like, I guess it'll make more sense if we kind of talk about it in terms of games too, right? Because I mean, looking at the, the list here, you know, as far as the remakes versus the re- remasters and reboots i mean the the remasters seems like they do them quite a bit you know qu- well, quite more often yeah we have a lot of remasters nowadays um yeah. we have a lot of remasters nowadays but then there's some that are um oh, man my list got all muddied up but then there are some that are just kind of the all right so let's start with talking about why i wanted to do this topic okay Later this month, Diablo 2 Resurrected comes out. And, Matt, you know, you and I are Diablo fans, and we were talking about Mm -hmm. it. And we're both on the fence for how we feel about Diablo 2 Resurrected. Now, Diablo 2 Resurrected is, by all purposes, a a remake and not really a remaster. They didn't just take 
the original Diablo and basically upgrade all its textures because that would be by definition a, a remaster. In this remake, they basically took it and there's a lot of quality of life upgrades. It looks prettier, but they kind of changed the the way it played, the way you get feedback for hits or not hits, um, the way loot presents itself a little bit. Like there are just some changes along the way, and I, I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> it's the base. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not the same game, but it's the same game. Yeah, but that's yeah, that's that's the most interesting thing. So, did you get a chance to play the Final Fantasy VII remake? Yes. Okay, so that's a that's a, a straight up remake. Yeah, that's... I enjoyed the hell out of it. I was like, oh my god, it's just prettier. I mean, it's it's the same story, but yeah. they they elaborated on it. But the 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 battle system's different. The the graphics the graphics are different. The the everything, but the story is the same, and that's what qualifies it as a remake and not really a reboot. But it's definitely not a remaster, because we got a ton of those remasters before they decided to do it this way, you know? Right. Um, so, I mean, at the same time, they could have just kind of called it like a Final Fantasy throwback or something like that, and it still would have been fine as far as that 7 goes. You know, because, I mean, it still it throws you back to the old school Final Fantasies, but, you know, like you said, the different battle systems and things like that. Um, and then we got very recently The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, which was a remake, you know, a modern remake of basically a Game Boy game. And that one was... Have either of you had a chance to play Link's Awakening? No. I've dabbled with it. Okay. I really liked Link's Awakening. I, I played the original on Game Boy. It came out again for... The Game Boy Advanced, if I'm not mistaken, you had Link's Awakening DX. And then they remade it again here for the Switch. And the Switch version is, it, it takes it from, you know, 2D Game Boy graphics to a 3D, like, a live world. But it feels different, but the same, because it is the same. They didn't change the dungeons. They didn't change the the overworld map. They didn't change anything. They just made it 3D and pretty and modern and I think that out of all of these, personally, it's my favorite example of a modern remake. Um, they didn't change it. It's still the game that I know and love. It's just made better by, I don't know, 20 years of technology? More? Way more. 30 years of technology? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. 30 years of technology? <laughs> it was black and white, dude. Or black and green. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Um, yeah, but I don't know what else, what else really have they remade recently? Um, you and I had a brief conversation about Warcraft Reforged, right? Yes, sir. Remaster or remake? Uh, destroyed. Well, it was I horrible. Mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a third option, Dave. Yes. Don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to build games up, you guys. Did you forget yeah. that? It's like the writing ballot, you know? Okay. It's, oh. So, so look. So, you're going to have to elaborate. I, I was a big Warcraft fan, but I never got around to Reforged because, you know me, I don't jump on the bandwagon first thing. And when people started to shoot it down, I was like, uh-uh, I ain't having any of that. So, why? Destroyed how? You had an advantage because I was at BlizzCon when they announced it. 
And I was like, oh my god, yes. So, I mean, instead of making the system, the game prettier, it's like they just were, man, we're going to add this, we're going to add that, we're going to add more sounds, we're going to add more depth to it. It's basically Warcraft 3, just a little bit more broken, for lack of a better way to put it. A little more broken. It's it's hard to explain because it's like, oh, we're going to add, you know, you might have gotten a crinkle here from, you know, or a tink or a tank there, you know, versus a you know, kind of thing. It was like so many nuances and so much, you know, hype put into it that it's going to be this big epic. It's going to be what Warcraft is now and blah, blah, blah. Just a, you know, the bed. And none of it worked whatsoever. No. No. And I mean, they, they didn't have the, uh, the, the ladders that they used to have in Warcraft three, as far as your PVP and your comps and things like that. It was just a, a beating, which is crazy because, there are so many examples of games that were remastered or remade where one of the most notable improvements they made was on the like online multiplayer section of it. Um, like Conquer. Do you remember Conquer's Bad Fur Day by any chance? Yes. No. So they made a remake of Conquer, and I guess it doesn't really matter, but they made a remake of Conquer called Conquer Live and Reloaded. And yeah, they made some changes to the single player, but they largely left it alone. And then they they did an online multiplayer component that just did like shit to bed, basically. So um, I I think that's one where I'm I'm thinking of um, what else? Uh, they said it was going to be like all these upgraded cinematics, and it was going to be you know this that and the other, and it's like mm. man, dead or alive, dead or alive two. Dead or Alive 2 was originally, you know, an arcade or PlayStation game. And then they re- remember when they released it on Xbox as Dead or Alive Ultimate? Yeah. I mean, yep. that's where most of us knew that game. Yeah, I know Dead or Alive, right? <laughs> we're, all, we're all thinking of the beach volleyball version now. But one of, the, version? One, of the, one of the most significant things that they changed when they brought it to Ultimate was online play because... In the PlayStation 2 arcade, I mean, in Dead or Alive 2 was on Dreamcast 2, but in that era, online gaming was not a thing, and by Xbox, like, that was one of the Xbox things, right? Xbox Live was, like, the earliest gaming, online gaming platform, so online play was the thing. Um, yeah, I mean, so it was, it was, they, 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 I feel like they add online multiplayer to a bunch of them, and... And it surprises me to hear that they re- remastered, reforged, whatever the hell they did with Warcraft, and just completely uh, ruined it. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I guess I don't have to understand, though, right? You know, yeah. just just have a Jello pudding pop and call it a day, sir. Yeah, it's not, it's not for <laughs> you to understand. But, <laughs> uh, but, um, but yeah, you know. So on the topic of remakes, those are some remakes. Uh, but you're right. You know they do a lot of remasters nowadays. Um, Rob, what are some recent remasters that you may have played or can think of? I mean, I haven't played a ton of remasters, but the ones that I do know that I have played, like I did do uh, all of Majora's Mask for the 3DS, and as we talked about in our Ocarina episode, I've still been playing that one on the 3DS as well. Um, other than that. I guess 
I don't know if you would call them. Well, yeah, I guess that would that would really be it for remasters. Thinking of it, because do... I don't really consider the new Pokemon's to be remasters. Well, that's my next thing. So uh, that's a good point. Let's talk about that for a second. So you have a lot of Pokemon quote unquote remasters, right? You have Pokemon Yellow became Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee. Yeah, that's that's a that modern. One. Both of those you actually. Know. Red and Blue became Fire Red and Leaf Green. Diamond and Pearl became Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. And I know there's others, but I just put those three down as examples. So you get a lot of remasters on Pokemon, for instance. Um, but are they are they remasters? Like, don't most of the new ones add content? Oh, 100%. They oh, add absolutely. a new, entirely new style of finding wild Pokemon. I mean, you well, literally walk around in the grass and can see the Pokemon and like hide from them and avoid them if you want, as opposed to the old games where everything was a random encounter with a couple here and there of forced encounters. But I mean, they were so few and far apart. Basically, it was all random. But that's exactly why I'm struggling and what I want to talk about. So at what point does it change from being a remaster to a remake because you just changed what I would consider a very fundamental gameplay element. That's not just a remaster at that point. Remastering is taking the original game and making it like look HD. But at that point, like I would, I would call that a remake. You get what I'm saying? I think that they're more so remakes in the fact that they added a lot of game changing elements if it was just they updated the graphics and maybe made a few QS changes or QOL quality of life, um, that would probably be the consideration for like a remaster. But with as much content as they've added and changed the just the way the game plays, I honestly think it would have to be considered a remake. Yeah, Matt, what do you think? I mean, I you know the Pokemon games, just the quality of life that they add to each one that they you know remaster or remake, however you want to put it, is kind of nice. But at the same time, when you go back and you play the remake or remaster, you forget just how kind of wonky it really was. You know, when they just had the the quality of life stuff. You know, for the newer version of it, is great. You know. So on that note, let's let's revisit a game in which they don't add the quality of life stuff where they probably should have. You and I recently had a conversation about the the recent Skyward Sword HD, which they call a remaster, which it is, but that probably would have been better served by some quality of life upgrades. Am I right? Absolutely. You know, <laughs> one of the big complaints you hear coming out of that is they left the motion controls in. Now, you can play it either way, can't you? you can yeah, play you can. Okay. But it's still designed for motion controls, but they didn't really do anything to make the motion controls better. I, I Skyward Sword, I it's one of the only Zelda games I didn't finish because I, I really struggled to get into it because the motion controls, they didn't do it for me. Um, they didn't do it for me. And so that's one of the, the few Zeldas. And so I was really excited, and I'll get around to it. I'm excited that they remade it, and now I don't have to play it that way. But again like they should have taken advantage motion controls have come a long way the wii has them i have my see how often i play it my wii exercise game wii fit adventure that's it you know uh <laughs> i get the wii buffet if it makes you feel better you know <laughs> i'm sorry did you say buffet yes absolutely <laughs> what <laughs> he'll hit the wii buffet i've got my wii fit adventure he'll hit the wii buffet that's all right. We each have our thing. <laughs> what the hell's a wee buffet? 
just whatever, a bad joke. Whatever you want it to be. <laughs> I'm just saying, like he's he's got the Wii exercise. My fat ass is going to the Wii buffet. You know. Ah. Uh, yeah, it kind of loses it when you explain it. Bad joke. My bad. That's okay. It's all right. It's I'm all right. just slow. It's okay. It, we all know this here. But um, yeah, that one would have been well served by. You know, um, that one would have been well served. Now, Rob brought up like the Ocarina of Time 3D. I think, I think there were some slight quality of life upgrades in those that did did it the game justice. Personally, um, oh yeah, absolutely. It was definitely much easier to play than it was in the originals because sometimes it it was extremely wonky and it just seemed like that was fixed with the remake. But I think I think I think remasters are. You're right that they're more common. I think that they're kind of a necessity, um, especially for those of us that are PC gamers, because you, there's a lot of remasters that bring games that we we can't, like old games that we can't really play on modern hardware into modern hardware, like the Command & Conquer Remastered Collection. You know, since we're talking about Warcraft, let's go back to the old RTS, you know, stick with the old RTS genre. You know, Command and Conquer, you couldn't play the originals for a while, and then when they brought it remastered, they brought it to what Windows Vista era, I guess, where we currently are. Isn't that where it started, Matt? Um, what else? What are some other examples of that? Can anyone think of any? Um, ah, what Ugh, crap? Uh, uh, Rob, did you do Dark Souls remastered? Mm, I don't know if the one collection that i have is remastered or not i would imagine it was being pc but i can't say for certain halo master chief collection that's a big that i've done that one that's a big recent one i personally i loved the the first one combat evolved i thought the ability to change between the modern graphics and the original graphics was super cool um and the, the way they did that was awesome, too. They literally just did it on top of the original. They didn't change the game at all. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, they didn't change the game at all. All it did was retexture the game, and you could change in the middle of the game, which was so cool. <laughs> I forgot about that, honestly. That is that is pretty cool. Um, oh, kind of like WoW did with uh, Classic. Yeah, exactly. Like WoW did with Classic. You still playing that? Yeah, not really. I'm lies. I, I, you hear the hesitation I, there, Rob? He's lying. oh yeah, lying. <laughs> I can't justify the fifteen bucks a month to play. You know the same game you played twenty. Yeah, years. yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. And uh, it's so much harder to get gold then. You know, can't buy gold from the farmers anymore. <laughs> no, yeah, very true. <laughs> um, you know, I played through La- the Last of Us recently, and I played it remastered. I, I was grateful that they brought that game you know, from the PS3 into the PS4 and now the PS5 era. Um, they did the same with the God of Wars, uh, God of War 3 and the God of War collection. Um, shit. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. They remastered it. Did either of you end up playing that one? No. Matt, did you ever get around to when they remastered it? No, sir. Not yeah, at all. Man, no. it, I didn't either, but I figured there'd be a lot of people out there that would want to. Um I wasn't a huge Call of Duty fan, to be honest with you. Nah, I, you know, I when Modern Warfare came out, I like ever like I think a lot of us I was into it then, and even the second one I was excited for. But after that, they started to feel like the same game over and over and over, and I just ended it. So yeah, I kind of although it's more of a Rainbow game. Six guy. See, you, yeah, you get along with Rob. Rob loves playing Rainbow Six. So oh, Rainbow Six. 
Rot, yeah. Rot, yeah, they I, played Siege all the time. Oh god, I hadn't played Siege in forever, but I enjoyed the hell out of it when I did. Um, but there's a lot of other examples of, of modern remakes. They've remade all the Resident Evils. They're going through the collection, and they've done a great job. They're all excellent remasters. Um, Tony Hawk, Pro Skater, just got a remaster of 1 and 2. Excellent remaster. Ma- Mass Effect Legendary Edition. You know, they remastered the whole trilogy. The quality of life upgrades they brought to... See, this is where I struggle. So I feel like the quality of life upgrades they brought to the first Mass Effect constitutes that as a remake, but it's in a remastered collection. So I I don't know on that one. That one I think it's kind of muddy. Um, Rob, I got a funny one for you for on, on the topic of remaster. Matt, you might know too. What about Grand Theft Auto Five? Really need to be remastered. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I mean, think, think about how long that's been out, and they keep having to remake it for modern consoles. Like, it's been remastered texture-wise over and over and over, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, you're right. They just, they remaster everything. And I was reminded while I was doing this on the list, they're doing pixel remasters of all the Final Fantasies for the phones, like pixel-for-pixel pixel remasters to modern resolutions, which is oh. kind of cool. So, um, yeah, I there's just a lot. There, there are a lot, and I think I think it really gets muddy. How about this one? Super Mario 3D World, along with Bowser's Fury, they call that a remaster, but I feel like when they added Bowser's Fury, that it became a remake. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, ugh, yeah, it's just so it's so, and the, and it's not even a modern thing. Um. I was reminded when I was doing research, kind of briefly looking at things for this, of that they used to do it too. Like when Super Mario World became Super Mario All-Stars. Do you remember that far, Matt? Like when they did that to us? Oh, yeah. Um, Dr. Mario eventually was re-released with some quality of life upgrades as a Tetris Dr. Mario like multi-pack on the SNES when the originals were on the NES. So that was yep. that was technically a remake. Um, I, I mean... Let's be honest, Mario's been doing that forever. They remade Mario 64 as Mario 64 DS. Yeah. So um they they have been doing that to us forever. Uh but yeah. So that brings us to our last category, which is reboot, which we've seen a lot of lately. And um a reboot is when they just say, screw it. Everything you know about this game or this series, these characters before now, uh forget it. They don't exist anymore. The The person that you know beforehand doesn't exist anymore. Rob, we already did one such game back in episode 20 when we did the Devil May Cry reboot, remember? I sure do, Dave. I, I mean, sure they, do. They talk about throwing everything to the wind and being like, yeah, forget Dante. Meet emo Dante, you know? Oh, yeah. That was a game. Matt, are you a Devil with, May Cry fan? With strategically placed... Uh shadows and things like that because they don't want to offend people yeah (laughs) oh man um but look there have been a lot of really good reboots um in recent years you know uh we were just talking about last of us another great placing playstation exclusive is god of war um they rebooted that in 2018 and that was that was phenomenal that was that was absolutely phenomenal I, i have to agree with you 100 percent on that and I struggle with the concept of calling that a reboot. 
in, in by the technical definition, it definitely rebooted the series, but it didn't exactly ask it didn't ask you at all to to forget the continuity of what came before it. You you get you know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of like an add-on type. It was not. It was different. More, yeah, <laughs> it was. More, I don't even know how to explain that either. It was a modernization or like it was technically a continuation. But like like I said, by definition of reboot, they ask you to throw everything out. And they didn't ask you to throw everything out with God of War, uh, the modern one. Like they they leaned into the the the, the previous you know trilogy, uh, which I I really enjoyed. I mean, they didn't lean into it so heavy that the game was the same. I understand why it's a reboot, but um, yeah, I think they kind of brought it in so that when newer players start playing, you don't have to have played the original trilogy to get into the game itself. But those that have that nostalgia for the the, the previous trilogy would be like, oh, that's kind of cool. How do you do that? You know, oh, uh, they brought this back, you know. Rob, I want to jump to one that you have a lot of familiarity with. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront as a reboot. Mm, yep. Uh, how did you feel about, I mean, that was one of your favorite games as a kid. And then they re- they came back to it. And how, like, what are your thoughts on that? I actually am not the biggest fan of the reboot. Um, I I don't know exactly what it is about it. It's just something about it doesn't quite feel the same. And well, I mean, per- go, ahead. go ahead. I mean, to be fair, when they started, it was a microtransaction hell. So yeah, I mean, that it, didn't it, help. <laughs> it didn't get you out on the right foot. No, absolutely. I think that more for me, it's just like the actual like the playing of the game just feels different than what I'm familiar with. And I mean, they didn't bring back a lot of what I really clicked with when I originally played the series. I mean, I did, I loved playing the space battles. You could literally fly out in space and attack the enemy ships and like go into them and destroy them from inside or just fight out in space and do dogfights. And I thought that was a really cool thing. And it's not something that's in the new games. And I mean, that's honestly what I spent most of my time doing. I didn't play a lot of the online mode. I played a lot of like the global conquest or, or the, the galactic conquest. You literally go and you conquer planets and you fight battles on these planets and just conquer the galaxy. That's what I enjoyed doing. And it, it's not something that's available in the new one. Or if it is, I, I haven't delved into it enough because I just couldn't get over the fact that they didn't have this, the dog fighting, and I just didn't enjoy the way that it played comparatively. Fair enough. Matt, what are some other uh, reboots, uh, either modern or classic, that you can think of that you either enjoyed or did not enjoy? I don't know. I mean, we pretty much covered a lot of, you know... Un- unfortunately, you know, there was, a, there was a phase where all I had to do, all I could do was work, so I didn't get to play some of the games back then when they originally came out and things like that. So coming back into it as a reboot or a remaster is kind of cool for me in a sense of like, oh, this is what I missed out on. But also, you know, with those with certain games like the quality of life upgrades and things like that, that I didn't have to deal with back then either. You know, well, there's some reboot series that are still going pretty darn strong that are great. Uh, The Hitman series, we're now up to what the third one in them. Yeah, Uh, I think they did an excellent job re re booting the hitman series i i know i'm not a huge fan because i can't do stealth for the life of me that's a lot of why siege and i don't get along um i'm in assassin's creed (laughs) 
See, yeah. I, man, I love Assassin's Creed. Uh, I love it too, but I can't sneak to save my damn life. Yeah, I'm so Literally. bad. At, <laughs> I'm so bad at stealthy games. Um, Hitman was good. Uh, Tomb Raider, the Tomb Raider reboot. I think that all the good the modern Tomb Raiders are freaking awesome games, to be honest. Um, I'm a fan. Wolfenstein, the, the modern Wolfensteins are great for what they are. Um, Doom. We didn't get to Doom. The the modern mm. Dooms are great. Uh, um, yeah, I did really enjoy the uh, the new Dooms. Yeah, I'm still a bigger fan of the classic ones, though. I don't know why. What it is about those pixelated demons just coming at me that I'm just like, oh my god, I missed it's, that. It's nostalgia. It is. <laughs> I mean, I, mean I enjoy the old ones too. Don't get me wrong, because I did grow up. A Doom three on PC was the first experience I had in the Doom series, but um, I did play one like the original doom and it is in it's enjoyable and going back is definitely a blast of nostalgia but i mean as far as just overall playability i the, the new ones just obviously because the graphics and everything they just feel more fluid and yeah, having not grown up you. on the original it's obviously more fun for me to play the fluidity as opposed to going back to the old school but you still have to pay homage to the original and give it a try because it's fun are either of you Deus Ex fans for the series? I haven't played it. No, I have not. Either. So, so Deus Ex, the re- the modern reboot of that is awesome too. They did an excellent job bringing that uh, into the modern. But they, they're look, there are lots of games too. Uh, I'm thinking of other good ones. I like Mortal Kombat. I think when they redid Metroid as Metroid Prime series, that was a that was an excellent transition. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's lots of ones that are crap. You know, I I agree with Rob's assessment. I'm not as big of a fan of Star Wars Battlefront. I can't get into the I can't get into the modern ones either. I want to. God, do I want to? I, the concept is awesome. I just can't yeah. get into it. Um, but there are lots of reboots that just didn't take. You know, they I, I as a growing up, I loved Castlevania. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Um, Symphony of the Night or Night of Symphony or whatever one I just butchered it is um, one of my absolute favorite Metroidvania games. Um, but when they redid it as the Lord of Shadow series, I, the, I, it, it didn't stick as much. I thought the first one was fun. It was a Devil May Cry clone as far as I'm concerned. Um, the second one was not fun. I don't even think I finished the second one. Um, what else? Um, Sim City. They rebooted. I mean, I don't know if you could technically call it a reboot, but they did. They they rebooted SimCity in what 2010, 2012, 2013, somewhere in there. And growing up, SimCity and SimCity 2. I can remember playing the original SimCity on my Super Nintendo for hours and hours and hours. You go to get the infinite money just yes. so you can build everything you wanted. Yes, yes, yes. But you had to deal with the natural <laughs> disasters. Right. Um, and then SimCity, SimCity 2000 stuck with me for a while. But then, and so, like, I was super excited when the modern SimCity came out. Didn't do it for me. Didn't do it for me at all, you know? I enjoyed SimCity 4. And I think also because that's when MP3s were just starting to become big. So you could import them into the game and you didn't have to listen to the music. You could actually have your music in the background. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, Medal of Honor. When they rebooted Medal of Honor in the early 2010s, it might have been literally 2010, Medal of Honor traditionally was, and we've done an episode of Medal of Honor, you know, it was a World War II series to begin with, and when they rebooted it, they took you into Afghanistan. That just fell flat for me. So, 
Um, there are a lot of reboots that don't stick. I, you know, I was looking at, uh, look at the list of some of them. They redid Bomberman as like a modern one that just fell flat. Oh, 2000 Sonic 06. Either of you play Sonic 06? No. Oh, God, it's one of, like, noted to be one of the worst games of all time now. When they tried to reboot Sonic the Hedgehog in 2006, God, that just fell so flat on its face. It was the worst. <laughs> it was the worst. Um, I don't know. I don't know. So, there's a lot of reboots, remasters, remakes. We we covered it all. But I want to talk about one last thing before we take it out of here for the day. So... And Matt, this might be a little easier. Well, it's a question for both of you, but a lot of these reboots go back further and would be more more for you. How does nostalgia play into our views of these remasters, remakes, reboots? Do you, do you get what I'm asking? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's the nuances and everything like that of where you were at a simpler time, you know? I remember something as basic as playing, you know, Super Mario and when they had the Y and the X button and my cousin being like, hey, how do you shoot fireballs? I'm like, why? And my mom being there and getting mad at me because thinks I'm just being an ass and saying, why Why are you asking me this? I'm like, no, the fucking Y button. And then it's the last time my mom smacked me. But that's besides the point, you know, <laughs> but but, you know, it's just it's just simple things like that. Like, I mean, we had to be probably like 10, 11 years old, just actually yeah. enjoying a summer vacation, whereas, you know, now. We get to play what maybe you know whereas we used to put maybe 40 hours a weekend playing a video game now i'm lucky if i get four sometimes with everything yeah. going on you know so i think it's just a simpler time and it's just like oh my god i remember sinking so many hours into this rob i'm gonna throw that back to you and even on the topic of star wars battlefront you know you don't like the modern rebate do you do you think that what matt's talking about with the simplicity of time and the nostalgia of it do you think that's why it kind of falls flat for you nowadays. I mean, I definitely don't discredit the idea. I think that it did have implications because I did enjoy it so much as a kid and the way that it was done, it, it is that nostalgia factor. Um, yeah, no, I, I think that is the case. I think that had this been the start of my battlefront experience that I would enjoy it a lot more, but I did have use. I did obviously have those ideas instilled from my past and how I wanted the game to be and obviously it can't yeah uh so I I have one more question to bring ar around but before I do that Rob I'm gonna start with you are there any remakes reboots or, or remasters that I didn't cover that you can think of that maybe you want to poke fun at or tell me about you know, like I said, I haven't played a whole ton of them, and off the top of my head, I can only think of the ones that I've mentioned, so I think I am good. How about you, Matt? Did I miss any? Uh, not that I can think of, but I do have a question for y'all, though. Yeah. Well, what would be a game that y'all would want to see as a remake or a remaster, possibly? Man, I think we talked about that recently. Um, God, that's a good one. Um, I don't well, know. Off my head, I'm excited to see Battlefield 2143 because I did really enjoy 2142. And similar to my enjoyment with Battlefront, there was a game mode. I uh, I forget what it's called at the moment, but you it, it was the same thing. You had silos on the ground you used to destroy the shields on a ship, and then you would go into the ship and destroy it from the inside. Um, so I'm hoping that they have something like that in the new game. I know they tried doing it with Carrier Assault on, uh, I think it was but it kind of fell flat comparatively. 
But I mean, obviously that game's already kind of being redone in a sense, even though it's not exactly a remake or remaster, it's just a new continuation of the game. Um, but as far as like old school games, I definitely would have to think for a second on that one. You know, I, I, I this is going to sound funny or weird, but I, I was just thinking about this game and I, I've asked Rob about it recently and I've been thinking about it because uh, before I get to it, I, I don't know why this game fell as flat as it did. I think it had a lot more potential than than it 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 amounted to. And I think timing may have been part of it. And so I often wonder that if a game, the same game was brought out now with some quality of life upgrades, if it would do better. Um, and it's in the same vein as SimCity. I, I, for whatever reason, I think Spore has some opportunity. Did you ever get into Spore, Matt? I enjoyed the hell out of Spore, to be honest with you. I, mean, I, I loved I making new stuff. I did too. Like I loved it. I, I mean, that's one. That's one of the games. I, I don't own a lot of Ultimate Editions of games, and that's one that I bought the weird ass Ultimate Edition, and I, I loved it. And I don't know, like it, it fell flat on its face way faster and harder than it should have, in my opinion. And I think part of it was the opportunity around the online because they they promised it a straight online and it didn't end up being like online the way they advertised it. Kind of, it was kind of online the same way No Man's Sky was online in the beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think also it came out around a time whereas maybe your first person shooters were starting to really pick up. You know? Yeah, but I just, I, you know, we y'all were Rob was just talking about like Galactic Conquest and like taking over planets and stuff like that. And that was part of what Spore was about when you got into that, you know, into that aspect. And I can't help but think that, you know, if you took that game and you plugged it into the 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 online gaming realm, you know, it, you create a persistent universe that you could create. Rob, the concept of Spore was that you started out as a single-cell organism and you basically worked your way up to entire civilizations. Like you ate, you ate food and stuff to get evolution points to add, like legs or antennas or spines or weird stuff to your your single cell organisms, and then you became a, a basic creature, and then crawled onto land, and then eventually you became a complex creature, then eventually you became a tribe, and then eventually your tribe got into space and you were a, a galactic civilization. And so you literally started out from a single cell into a galactic civilization, and you could be as weird and goofy with it as you wanted. And I don't know; it even so still sounds like a cool ass, a cool ass game when I spit it out. But it, it, I don't know; it just it didn't it didn't do well. <laughs> Sadly, yeah. it's definitely an interesting concept. No, it's a great concept. Like I, it was, I, I loved the hell out of that game, and it, I, I, I think a game like that. I just think a game like that would do really well in a persistent online world type deal. So you make it as big as No Man's Sky with billions of universes and make, you know, give people the ability to create their own civilizations from scratch. And I think you'd have the potential for something awesome. So, all right. So here comes the point where I'm going to bring it all back around. Uh, based on the same concept, Matt, we started out this conversation. It got into my head because we were talking about Diablo 2 Resurrected. Um, why don't we like it? You, you like why? For all purposes, it's the same game, just looks prettier. Why don't we like it? Reforged burned us so bad. Yeah, maybe, probably. 
You know, it's like, and I, I know Blizzard went outside for it, which was probably one of their better decisions. You know, well, I mean, it's still in the Activision world, but it's outside of Blizzard itself. So I, I think that might be its saving grace, but at the same time, just I, I can't justify it just knowing what Reforged burned me so bad. I know. It's just, for all purposes, it's supposed to, it's the same game, just just modernized. And, and it, it needs it. I mean, parts of it need it. I'm not saying it, it you can get away without it. There are still thousands of people that play D2. There's still ladder tournaments for D2 and seasons for D2, like D3. Um, so a lot of people play it, and it's just supposed to make everything better, and yet I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems weird, because for all purposes, I should be excited for it, and I'm not. And I just don't completely understand that. There are three tournaments that there used to be. Where are they now? Yeah. You're still pretty big into D. Well, you yeah, you said you were leveling up characters again, so you're still pretty big into D three. So I, I just got back into it though. Like I hadn't, truthfully, I hadn't played probably since season three, and it's season twenty four now. Is so, it worth? Is it worth getting back into? I, truthfully, I'm actually enjoying the hell out of it. Um, yeah, I have to think about that. We'll work our way to D three. I got to get him through D one and D two first. So <laughs> that you do. Yeah, but I like see. I I know a lot of people didn't like D three. They said it was, I mean, from the story perspective, it was flat and bland, and I can understand that. But I I don't know. I I really enjoyed I really enjoyed it from the gameplay perspective. I thought it was fast and fluid, and I liked the loot system, and um, I really liked Diablo three. So I'm thinking about doing the story mode again because probably I haven't done the story mode probably three years, right? And I've I've just gone straight into adventure mode you know, with my new characters and everything. I'm like, do I want to play the story mode just because I don't remember all, everything about it? Yeah, and at yeah, the same yeah. time, I start playing the story mode. I'm like, hey, I'm going to adventure mode. It's taking too damn long. No, no. So here's, <laughs> here's my suggestion. Hold off on the story mode until we get closer to D4. And then we're all going to have to play the story mode of D3 to remember where the hell we're at with D4. So <laughs> Right? Damn there, material. There's there's no point doing it now because because we're we, who knows when D4 is coming out. So, well, don't you have a phone? That's right. <laughs> You're right. Oh, all right. Well, I think that's a good place to call it on this conversation. Um, yeah, it's been a blast. You know, we've we've got a lot of a lot of really great content, a lot of really great episodes. Uh, if you guys want to look at these lists of video game remakes and reboots. I am going to post it in my show notes. Of course, you can find our show notes online on our website, which is www.memorycardlane.com. Also on our website, you can find a calendar of upcoming episodes. Uh, you can find a link to submit your own memories or comments or questions if you'd like to submit content for us to integrate into our episodes. There are biographies. There are the archives of the old episodes. There is a link to our Discord where you can come and join our community, as well as a link to our Patreon if you would like to uh, financially support our podcast. So a lot of good content on uh, www.memorycardlane.com. The last thing you'll also find are links to our social media. I can be found on Twitter at DavidIsWrong, where I post eh, pretty much Rocket League stuff for the most part. Um, Rob, what are you doing on social media these days? 
Well, I am currently building back up my ability to stream and we'll start streaming here soon within the next couple of weeks. And I can be found streaming on twitch.tv forward slash F-A-T-B-O-I-R-I-P-Z. And Matt, Matt, I know you avoid social media like it's the plague because it is. So congratulations. Thank you. sir. Mm -hmm. Keep it up. You do a you do a great job of not being on social media. Well, that'll about do it for today. Um, this is about the time where I typically say, hey, what did you all learn today? But we didn't really teach anything new today. We just kind of gave people our opinion. We'll see if they like it or not. Uh, if you do like it, hit me up on Twitter or hit us up on the Discord. If y'all like these topical episodes, I'd be willing to mix it up with a topical episode here and there, maybe once a month or something like that, just to, just to kind of change up the format a little bit. I have no problem. This is this is always fun to give people my opinion. Matt knows how much I love that. So well, I do too. <laughs> yeah, it is fun, and it also evolves the show. So that's kind of cool too, actually. Yeah, well, no, I, I I do like them. I really do. And sometimes it's fun not always you know talking about new stuff and not always the old stuff. Kind of a mix a mix in between. And this was a unique opportunity to talk about both, really, because. Remakes, reboots, and remasters are the intersection of old and new, which is really fascinating concept. So, um, so yeah. Uh, Matt, you got anything to add before I take it out of here today? It's, it's been always fun. You know, I, I really appreciate y'all having me on again. It was, it's really it was a good time every time I come. I love so, having you. So, Rob, what about you? What would you like to add before I take it out of here? Uh, first, just want to say thank you to Matt for joining us today. We love having you. It definitely gives us a little more variety, makes it more fun having another head to bounce ideas off of and talk with. Um, but beyond that, I want to say, as always, thank you to all of our listeners. Uh, we've obviously been doing this for over a year now. And although we had to take a break for Mother Nature, you know, we're here. We're ready to commit to more and we're going to keep doing it because, well, damn it, we enjoy it. So hopefully you are, too. Always. Let us know. We love to hear from you. I'm seeing some uh, some engagement on our Discord, so mm-hmm. I want to give a special shout out there, Shaded Girl. Thank you so much for the uh, support. We definitely appreciate it, and we love the engagement. Definitely want to see more of it from you. So uh, everyone, hit us up, join our Discord, like Dave said, reach out to us, and thanks again for all the support. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Well, hopefully next week, now that things are getting back to normal, we're going to get to back to our regularly scheduled programming. And next week, we're going to be talking about Crippling Debt Simulator 2001, or as we now affectionately call it, Animal Crossing. So oh, I thought you meant life. It's going to knock on my door any day now anyway. So I know. I know. Hey, speaking of weird Crippling Debt Simulator, Matt, you don't happen to play No Man's Sky, do you? No, sir. All right. So they just did a, a big update for No Man's Sky, uh, and we still, I still play it. Uh, I love No Man's Sky. It, it's it's awesome now. It wasn't awesome in the beginning, but it's it's legitimately an awesome game now. Agreed. And, and they just did a large update where now you can stumble across like big, uh, God, what's the word I'm looking for? Civil like settlements, planetary settlements, and you can become the overseer, like the mayor of one. And one of the one of the downsides of that is as your settlement goes into debt, it becomes your responsibility to help them get out of it. <laughs> and everyone's making correlations between No Man's Sky and Animal Crossing as a result. It's been hilarious. So 
So if you want to give you uh, updates every day, yeah. <laughs> I don't need updates on my crippling debt. That's called real life. <laughs> so if you've been living under a rock, Animal Crossing, which was released back in 2001, is a life simulation video game that is it sounds basic and boring, but it's amazingly popular across the world. I mean, seriously, it's a regular time sink. We've all, well, all three of us have probably put way too many hours into what should be a basic and boring game, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. So, um, if you've never played it, don't start now. I'm just warning you, please don't. If you want to have lives or time or free time, don't. Just don't, please. Uh, but if you're curious about how the series got its start, you know, join us again next week because we're going to look at it. We're going to talk all about it. We're going to talk about how it's not even called Animal Crossing in the beginning. That's pretty interesting. You're going to learn about that uh, and where it's gone from there. So we hope to see you again next week as we take an anthropo- anthropomorphic. See, I couldn't even get that word out. It's what they are, but it's cool. Anthropomorphic trip <laughs> down memory card lane. <laughs> Rob, do the thing. <laughs> Bow.